You are now listening to the following program on the Mixed Kill Media Network. In a world that seems upside down, there is a man who uses his opinion as a weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McTaggart is this man. And this is the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Let's go. Hey and welcome to episode 42 of the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart, your host. Uh, let's see. Um, what the fuck is going on? Oh, here's one thing I want to start off by saying is, uh, I have become, in the past couple years, a big fan of Moe's Southwest Grill. And, uh, let's see, a lot of times, a lot of times I'll go there and, like, I'll be going there from lunch and they only have, like, a half an hour to go from work to West Lebanon, which takes about 10, 15 minutes to get there. Luckily, sometimes it takes 10 minutes, depending on the traffic. But a lot of times I'll go in there and I'll see that there's like a big line and I'm like, fuck this. I'm not going to do it, you know? And this past Monday, I tried to do it. I went in there and there was two people in line. And I'm like thinking, well, maybe it's okay. But then I noticed that like one of the people, one of the people in line, the first person in line, was ordering for like it seemed like five or six co-workers I'm just like and I'm, I just analyzed the situation and I'm like you've got to be fucking kidding me there's no way there's absolutely no goddamn way that I am going to make it back to work in time for this and then like the, the woman behind her she looked like she had just come from work too and I wasn't sure if she was going to be ordering for five or six co-workers the bottom line, Kevin didn't think he was going to get Moe's. So I walked out again, like, I, like I've done before. And that was Monday. And on Tuesday, Tuesday was, Tuesday, was it Tuesday? Wait, no, fuck that. I got the days wrong. Tuesday was the first day I tried to go in there. Wednesday was the day that I went in there a second time. I tried to go in there again. And, um... Wait. Wednesday started off pretty shitty because I was not aware that Hanover High School has had started up. That that was the first day. Wednesday was apparently the first day of Hanover High School in Hanover, New Hampshire, starting up. And that's the way that I usually go to work. I usually drive by the high school to get to work. And... You know, I was like 15 minutes late because I forgot that Hanover High School was starting. Why the hell does school start on a Wednesday? Especially the Wednesday before Labor Day. They're just going to have a day off after that. Why don't they just start... Why doesn't school just start the day after Labor Day? That should be like a universal rule. Donald Trump should do something about that. Seriously. It's fucked up. Our Lord and Savior, Donald Trump, should probably do something about that. He's not our Lord and Savior. I said that sarcastically. Shut the fuck up. So, like... Yeah, I... So, anyway. I went on a Trump rant. Oh, jeez. 
a sarcastic Trump rant. It wasn't really technically a Trump rant, okay? Anyway, so where, where the fuck was I? So I was late to work on that Wednesday, but I thought, you know what? I'll go to Moe's because I really need a huge burrito right now. Because it was that kind of day. Like, the day started off pretty shitty. I got to work 15 minutes late, which sucked. But it was fine. I was able to make up the time later in the day, so that's cool. But anyway, I went to Moe's again for lunch. And let me tell you, I'm a regular there, as I think I've, I've explained. And um, so I, I pretty much... The manager knows me. I don't know her on, like, a name-to-name name name basis. I think her name might be... Darlene or Charlene it, it rhymes with Arlene I'm pretty sure but anyway like I'm, I'm in line again and there was about the same amount of people in line but I felt good this time about this and so the manager actually came up and went into the what's it called the um, conveyor belt the, she, she started helping you know because she saw me in there because she had spoken because I saw her talking to one of the co-workers that was one of her workers that was there the day before. They must have told her just then that, hey, he was here yesterday and walked out. And he must have looked disgusted. Look, I look disgusted all the time. It's just the look on my face, okay? I feel like I can sympathize with anyone who has resting bitch face. I just have Kevin face, all right? I can't help it if I look grumpy all the time. Sometimes I'm very happy. Sometimes I'm not. I really, it's none of your fucking business how I am, okay? Let's get that straight. So, like, so yeah, like, I'm in line. So the manager saw me, and, you know, and the worker from the day before told, must have told her what happened because the manager came over and started helping uh, make stuff, you know, she joined the line. She joined the conveyor belt, whatever the fuck they're called. And, when I got up, when it was my turn, she's like, so I heard you walked out yesterday. And I'm like, yeah, I was in a hurry. It's like, I'm sorry about that. Your food's taken care of today. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm not one of those people that'll be like offered free things and will not accept it. Okay. I'm just like, fine. I will, I will take it. Thank you. I didn't really feel like it was that justified. I've been more pissed off before doing other things at other times there. So this was a good make it make up for that. So like my food was free. So of course I had a I ordered a drink too because just because I hadn't been ordering a drink, especially a drink with a straw, because I'd recently um, I'd recently uh, had a tooth pulled and they told me to avoid stuff with straws. So I had been for about a month. They said about a week, but I didn't trust them. So I waited about a month before I actually tried anything with a straw. But now I'm back on straws like I was before. So everything's back to normal again, except for the fact that I don't have a tooth. That I've lost one tooth. So anyway, yeah, so my food was free. So a special thanks to the um, Moe's and West Lebanon. I know they're never going to listen to this podcast, but if you, if you want to go to a Moe's, I highly recommend... The Moe's in West Lebanon, they've got good people that work there that look out for their regular customers, and you should check that place out. It's a, it's a lovely place to eat. It's, it's, it's how I love... The only burritos I'll eat are at, are at Moe's. 
more specifically Moe's in West Lebanon. You should you should go there and try it. It's it, they're great. And the people are very nice. I'm a regular customer at a lot of places. Like it's kind of sad. Like people will get like like I'm friends with some people. Like I I've been a regular at bars and stuff like that and like when they don't see me in a while. They're like, Kevin, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Just quit drinking. You know? And just because I've quit drinking, I still go to, like, bars and stuff. But I, I usually just have soda and eat food. Yeah, you can eat food at a bar. It's actually a thing. It's amazing. So, yeah, that was cool. That, that made me happy. That was a, that was a good thing to happen on, uh, on Wednesday. Made me feel pretty good about things. Put me in a good mood for the rest of the day. Because I got free food. I'm never going to complain about getting free food. No one should complain about getting free food. It's ridiculous. I mentioned Trump a little bit earlier. So he went to Texas for Hurricane Harvey. And I didn't see everything that happened. But like, he just commented on how big the crowds were. That's the big sound clip that came out of it. He really, they, they really need to cord, they really need to control what he says. Like, it, they need to have him stop saying foolish things or dumb things or things that they know that, like, he would get, like, chastised for in the media. I'm sure he said other things. But all that the media is going to go after him about is, you know, him saying how, oh, how great the crowd are. Oh, oh there he is talking about the crowd size again. Who gives a shit about the crowd size? But you're right. In this case, they're right. Who gives a shit about the crowd size? Because it's not about the goddamn crowd size. It's not. Not in this scenario. It's about helping the victims of that horrible hurricane. The flooding, which I think is still going on. And then I think there's another hurricane coming. In, in a couple days. Yeah. But don't worry. Climate change isn't a thing. Fucking stupid. Trump is a fucking moron. But let me tell you something. Yeah, Trump is a fucking moron. I don't know if that came out the way that I wanted to. I think it was blocked out by my coffee. I'm walking around in circles on the Dartmouth Green here in Hanover, New Hampshire on a Friday night. For now, I may move to another location later. But you don't have to know that. Or I may tell you about that. I don't really care. But I wanted to talk about something... I had a bit of a a come to Jesus moment earlier this week when I was like you know I first of all as listeners of this podcast know I am not a fan of Donald Trump as president I did not vote for him I would never vote for him there is no alternate universe in which Kevin would vote for him even Republican Kevin in the alternate universe would not vote for Donald Trump okay that's how it fucking works that being said, like, I'm kind of done with the whole, I'm kind of done with hearing about the whole Trump-Russia thing, because I honestly don't think it means anything. You know, I don't think, I don't think it's going to mean that Russia is going to take over the United States. I don't think it's going to mean that we're going to be attacked by Russia and taken over by Russia, because there's no way that we're going to be taken over by Russia. That's just stupid. That's a stupid fucking thing to think. 
That's just paranoia setting in. And I know that I'm a paranoid person, but I'm not paranoid enough to think that Russia is going to take over us. That's just stupid. I mean, I'm agnostic on this situation. I'm agnostic on most situations. Like, so I will believe that Russia is taking over when Russia has actually taken over or if there's more signs that Russia is going to take us over or something like that. But really, I'm just fucking sick and tired of the whole goddamn Russia thing. Trump-Russia thing, you know? I'm sick and tired of the Trump-Russia thing like I am. I was sick and tired of the whole Obama birth certificate thing or the um, Monica Lewinsky giving Bill Clinton a blowjob in the White House thing or the fact that um, George W. Bush is a stupid, uh, coked-out fucking retard thing. Well, no, I'm not over that. No, I, I do think he's a stupid fucking... Uh, stupid fucking retard thing, you know. But you know, whatever the hell, like, no, it was like that George Bush, like, snorted cocaine and, or did cocaine and was an alcoholic. I don't give a shit about that. Just do your job. If you do a good job as president, I really don't give a shit what you do, what you say, what you've done. Do a good job. But the thing with Trump is he has not done a good job. He's done a shitty job so far. Maybe... Maybe he'll get better. I, I doubt it. I sincerely doubt it. There's, I mean, there's a chance he could improve over the next four years, but I don't see that happening. And let's stop with the stupid impeachment shit, too. I don't see that happening. People wanted to impeach, impeach Obama, but that never happened. People wanted to impeach Clinton, but that never happened. It came close to happening. And that was because of a blowjob. Really, a fucking blowjob. So damn stupid. But really, I'm just... I know I'm just tired of hearing the Trump-Russia stories. I feel like it distracts us from, like, trying to work on more important issues. And all you talking to doing, talk, bringing up Russia to Trump, is just, it just infuriates him and makes him want to do his job worse. You're making Trump do his job worse because you keep mentioning Trump, Russia and it keeps pissing him off, which is fine to see his Twitter feed, but I want to see how he's going to do as president, and I feel like the Trump-Russia thing totally ruins his job. Or, like, even, like, with the whole election stuff. Like, he's still... I think he obsesses himself over the election stuff, but it's... It still is a story. You know? I don't really give a shit about these stories. These stories are meaningless. Mostly the Russia thing, I feel like, is totally fucking meaningless, and I'm tired of fucking talking about it, because it's just so goddamn stupid. It's fucking ridiculous. It's what it is. So yeah, I'm 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 over I'm I don't think the Russia thing is a big deal. I really just it I think it signifies that I truly am like in the middle because I hated I see the Obama wasn't born here thing as like as stupid, but I see the Trump-Russia thing as even stupid or, or just as stupid as that because I really don't give a shit where they're born or what their ties were beforehand or who they talked to before they were president. Just I want to see how you're going to do as president. But like I said, Trump has done a shitty job as president, so we should probably move on to other things. There was other shit I wanted to talk about. Um, let's talk... Uh, uh, sports. Um, I know this podcast will probably be coming out like, like uh, 
before or after um, the college football season started. But yeah, let's talk about sports. Like my, um, as everyone knows, I'm a Florida State alumnus, Florida State football fan, um, and they played Alabama this weekend. Um, I'm guessing they probably lost. I'm guessing they probably lost. Um, but I think they're going to have a good year. I hope they. I think that'll be their only loss of the season. I hope so. Um, I suspect it'll be their only loss of the season. I think they'll probably be. They'll probably be in the playoffs. Florida State will be. Will probably be in the playoffs. That's the McTigard attack official prediction for the Florida State Seminoles this season. Um, another prediction that I want to make about the New England Patriots is I don't think they're going to be in the Super Bowl. That's the McTigard attack projection for the Patriots. I just... It's more of I really just don't want them to be in the Super Bowl. Because it just make it just make me feel rather nervous. You know, it makes me nervous when my teams do well. I think I'd rather have my teams be shitty again. I miss, I miss when my teams were shitty again. I miss that. Because now... Like the Celtics and the Red Sox and the Patriots are all better and Florida State's good and you know and I'm gonna be nervous watching them on TV. That's why I hardly ever try to watch them on TV. I may not watch the Alabama Florida State game because I'm probably gonna be nervous about it. But I kind of feel obligated that I have to watch it as a Florida State fan, which is fucking stupid. But that's that's the life of a sports fan, and it's just like I've been just trying to think of my life as a sports fan, and I'm just kind of tired of certain aspects of sports fandom like I've let how my sports team does ruin my life make me feel depressed you know or I've ruined friendships because of the Patriots like when the Jets beat the Patriots in the playoffs a couple years ago I told my friend Jamie fuck you in a Facebook post. And I never really spoke to her again since. And I deeply regret that. And no one should have to act that way. No one should be that invested in their sports teams. I, I mean, I get it that your life probably sucks enough that you need to look at something that makes you feel better about yourself. But instead of trying to improve yourself, you just try to pretend that you're on a sports team by saying, we, we won, we did this, we did nothing, you did nothing. I will say that saying we is probably acceptable for college sports because you actually did go to that college and you did actually pay tuition and you still have student loan debt that you're going to have to pay off until you're dead. So it's probably it's okay to say we when it pertains to college. But professional sports, unless you actually work for the team in some capacity, you can't say we. It's fucking stupid. So yeah, I, I'm guessing Alabama... I guess Alabama's going to win again. That, that's my pick to win in college football is Alabama. I'll come up with more NFL predictions next weekend when it's close, when it's the NFL uh, season. Um, I, I had both of my fantasy football drafts in the past, the past week. Um, I, I was in Max's football draft that had 20 teams in it and we had to draft... 18 players per team, so there are 360 picks, and I think the draft took about two and a half hours. Holy shit. But, and, there's, and there's like a chat group, which is fine. I'm, I'm probably never going to talk in the chat group. You know, 
I'm just going to try to beat them all. That's my that's my goal is just to win win beat all those 19 other team members or all those other teams in in Max's um the Maxon Mixoff Football League whatever the fuck it's called. All I know is it's the Football League I'm going to win this year. You hearing that Max? I know you're probably listening to this. I'm going to win your Football League. But I'm going to do it silently cuz I'm not going to trash talk. I may say something in the interview questions that you sent me, but that's about that's about it in that in the capacity. And I had the fantasy football. I had the draft for my fantasy football league, which only had about ten players in it, and we only drafted fifteen people, and it took less than an hour. Oh God, I love being a commissioner of my own league. It's like I've been doing it for so long now that I really do nothing. All I do is invite people now you know like I used to when I first did it like I cared about what other people thought about oh what should the rules be what should we do for this what should we do with that now I'm just like nope this is what we're doing you can complain to our committee which is me <laughs> and, yeah I am the Roger Goodell of my fantasy football league which I just realized because I hate Roger Goodell and maybe he's not so bad after all <laughs> Maybe he's not so bad after all. Hmm. This has been this is a pretty nice, cool spot that I'm here. I'm just standing here on one of the sidewalks on the Dartmouth Green, just looking up at the sky, pressing stop whenever people walk by so they don't hear me talking into the phone. Think, and they're thinking, Jesus Christ, what is this grown adult doing? You know, talking into his phone or sort of or just wandering back and forth. This is creepy. We should call campus security. No, you shouldn't. I'm just recording a podcast. Shut the fuck up. Let's see. Um, what else I'm going to talk about today? Don't really know. What else is on my mind? Let's see. Um, what's pissing me off in the WWE? Um, the WWE. I don't know if anything's really annoying me about the WWE. I'm not really sure where they're going with certain things. Which is good. There's some uncertainty for stuff. I just... I wish they weren't so... I wish they wouldn't... Here's what's pissing me off about the WWE. Because, like... For example... The Kurt Angle storyline that they did. You know? Everybody was guessing what it might be. Was it going to be a love child with him and Stephanie McMahon? Or something like that. Was it going to be something really crazy? And then... When it came out, it was just that like that Jason Jordan was his long lost son. That's that's it. That's that was it. It's just like I keep thinking it's going to be something a lot more grandiose, and they just do something very, very simple, very conservative, very basic, and that's just really fucking annoying. But it's it's all they it's they don't have to do anything else. They don't have to do anything else. They're still getting. They're still raking in money. So it doesn't really matter what the fuck they do. So I guess that's what's pissing me off about the WWE right now. Yeah. Oh, there's a car driving by, which may have fucked up with the sound, but I don't really give a shit. Max can fix that, because he's a wonderful person at fixing shit like that. There you go, guy who's zooming around on his fancy car, who probably didn't pay for it, who got it from his parents, who really, really fucking gives a shit. I realized that I've just become that homeless guy that walks around and talks to nothing. 
except I have a I'm talking into my phone and recording my podcast. I've become that creepy guy at the college. Holy shit. Uh, but nobody's around, really. I'm trying not to do it. Yeah. It's, it's fine when you're talking to yourself and nobody's around, but if you're talking to yourself and other people are listening and hear you, then you're a little... It might be a little fucked up. Um, let's see. Oh. I think it's time for um, everybody's favorite segment, What Pisses You Off. I had a lot of... Uh, I had a lot of people suggest things today on my Facebook post but to be quite honest they're all they're all rather lame they're all rather lame um uh this one I'm gonna do there's some guy talking they're all pretty lame um today's contestant is Natalie Miller co-owner of Vermont Comedy Club that's right because I was talking to her on Wednesday and she was pissed off about this so I'm going to get pissed off about it on her behalf you see, she was pissed off that local comedians will show up for the open mic and then leave right away and then complain that um, that there's not a big crowd in the room for the open mic and it, that pissed her off so um, here we go I hate when comedians complain about, you know, there not being any people at the open mic. When these same comedians are these stupid-ass motherfuckers who show up, sign up on the list, show up for the open mic, do their spot, and then when their spot is over, they walk the fuck out and don't support any of the other goddamn comedians on the fucking list. Seriously, try to be a little courteous to your fellow comedians by... You know, you sign up on the list, you watch the whole show, especially if you're a local comedian. And if you're going to be doing another show, don't come by, don't do these drive-by thing, right? You can, I guess you can do the goddamn drive-by thing if you, can, if you can, if you want, but it's really fucking stupid. Because it's just fucking ridiculous that we have some courtesy. Try to be the, try to be a good audience member and a comedian, because that's what we need. We need people, and try to... Try to encourage. Try to encourage people. Try to be. I feel like people aren't fucking encouraging anymore. This is not Natalie saying these things. These are me saying these things now. Because it's really just fucking annoying. You know, when I, for me personally as a comedian, when I show up at open mic sometimes, and the rest of the comedians are just looking and not reacting and not, you know, acting as audience members as well, it really fucking pisses me off when I drive an hour and a half and have to look at stone faces. Who are more concerned about their other, about working on their material, but really try to be try to be an encouraging audience member if you're going to be a goddamn comedian. You know, especially you know when we're trying to help people and and promote the scene, or not just promote the scene, but just promote people who want to be comedians and want to do what the fuck they want to. You know, they want to be a comedian. I want to be a comedian, and I love it. I don't ever want to stop being a comedian, and I never will stop being a comedian, but it's really discouraging when I show up to an open mic, and there's not many non-comics there in the audience, but the, when the audience is all comedians, the reaction sucks, and that needs to fucking change. That was part, I said this in the middle, but that was, I think I was trying to do it on Natalie's behalf, but I turned it into me. 
And I think it's going to be all right. So that was that. That was that was this week's what pisses you off. So thanks, Natalie, for participating. I don't think she listens to the podcast, but maybe I'll let her know that I talked about it in episode forty-two. Um, or maybe I won't tell her. Maybe I'll tell her the next time I see her. I'll tell her on Wednesday or Thursday at the comedy club that I mentioned it on my podcast. Yeah, that's what I'll do. All right, so we're almost done. Um, time for the closing credit type thing. Um, I fucked this up last week. Um, uh, I called it a YouTube page. No, no, I have a YouTube channel. Um, look me up on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel. I have 14 subscribers right now. I'm going to put out, I'm doing a lot more videos than I was before. So I'll, I'll post a lot of videos from shows on there. I've already put on like three or four videos from the past two months or so. So keep an eye out for all the videos that I do that I'll post from shows and things like that. I don't think I'll ever do it for open mics, but I'll do it for shows. And um, let's see. Uh, find the McTiger Attack uh, Facebook page and like it. I have 140 likes now, so that's cool. Uh, find the uh, on Twitter. You can follow Mix Kill Media. Max and GW both own Mix Kill Media, and they do a lovely job running their lovely media network. And finally, follow me on Twitter. I have around 57 follow 57,000 followers right now. I haven't really been trying to promote the how many more I have. I feel like that's a good number to be at for now. I may work hard to, to improve the audience at another point in the near future, but I'm going to keep it around there right now and just keep putting out funny stuff and have people react because I've gotten some good reaction. I had I put a Twitter poll last Saturday about um, just like four hours before the uh, Mayweather-McGregor fight, and I got almost 400 votes, which was astounding. So yeah, follow me on Twitter. And um, that's it for this week's edition of the McTiger Attack podcast. I'm still Kevin McTiger. Thank you for listening.